Welcome to the Pattern Podcast from KXE in London. As a church, we want to learn ways of being with Jesus, becoming like him and doing the things he did in order to see this city we love transformed. This podcast is a resource to help us explore these spirit-filled patterns of living and start putting them into practice every day. Today's podcast is on scripture memorization. We spoke with Nick Crawley, who leads CrossNet Church in Bristol, and who has curated the brilliant online resource Bible for Life. He has had a lifelong passion for scripture memorization, which really comes across in an inspiring conversation about the practice. Nick, thank you so much for making the time to chat with us today. We'd love to talk about this, the, the practice of scripture memorization. But before we get on to that uh, in the specific, can you tell us a little bit about what you think about the scriptures are and, and what they mean to you? Uh, I, yes, I'd love to. I, I love the Bible. And uh, from a very, very early age, I've um, absolutely loved getting into it. And uh, it's developed all the way through my life. And now I run a Bible teaching ministry, and which is connected to a discipling discipleship coaching ministry so um so for me this is a very central thing in my life and um i i i've never read a book like the bible it has an inherent authority about it i I love reading i love reading lots and lots of books but there is the the world of difference between the bible and anything else and the reason for that is just simply that it's about the most significant person in history uh, who has the wisest things to say the best things to say there is no there, there's a ring of truth about it there's a conviction about it which i have simply never ever come across in any other book incredible incredible and so with with that love for scripture uh, let's talk about um the practice of scripture memorization very specifically so very simply, what is it? Well, um, uh, it's, I suppose it's, it's, it's getting into Scripture, learning Scripture, learning phrases, verses, passages, sometimes even chapters. Um, I was introduced to it by a wonderful bunch of people uh, when I was at university, a group called the Navigators, who I think uh, uh, still operate in, in different ways uh, at certain universities. And they taught me, they had a little system called the Topical Memory System. I think there were about 60 verses, which um, they encouraged us to learn. And so for, for me, just getting involved with this group as an undergraduate, um, I, everybody else was doing it and I started doing it too. And they, they were very well chosen verses describing um, the, the Christian life and lots of different sort of features of the Christian life and what we should expect, where we stand in Christ, what it means to be a Christian, what things we shouldn't do, things we should do. And and so it was. I was launched into this and it made a huge difference to me. And I, I, I just loved doing it, and and everybody would be testing each other on their verses all the time, and and it was a lovely context to grow into. And then I found, as the years went by, I, I decided I got to the end of the sixty verses, and I started choosing my own verses to learn, and and that went on for some years. And then, actually, as I as later on, as I got ordained and uh, started uh, teaching the Bible, I began to realise that what I really wanted to do was to learn passages of Scripture, and so I began choosing passages of scripture and um and and that began to have a huge effect on my life and on my ministry beautiful so in in a nutshell it's reading the scripture in a way that commits it to memory is it that is that so it lives lives deeper in you is that is that what it is all about 
certainly that. I think it's a more specific thing, actually. I think um, it is definitely where, where you come across a verse or, or, or a passage of scripture or paragraph or something, and and you literally learn it word for word, and you and it takes a great deal of effort. It really is, um, you know, you really have to focus on it. it. Doesn't sort of you don't wake up one morning and say, oh gosh, I've learned the whole of uh, John chapter fifteen last night. You know, that's it. Just doesn't happen like that. It, it happens because you really work. At at it, and you and you have to um, you have to focus on it. You have to make a decision to do it. Then you write it down. Then you learn it phrase by phrase by phrase until it's absolutely word perfect. And then, having done all that, uh, you have to keep polishing it. So I, I, um, you know, I review every single uh, passage of scripture that I've learned every month. And uh, but uh, but I always when I always teach people this, I say it again and again. It's one of the most demanding holy habits we can ever involved with, be involved with as, as disciples of Jesus. But in my conviction is, and I, I say this again and again to people, I say this is, and from my perspective, I'm convinced this is the most um, uh, rewarding uh, 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 holy habit you, you can engage with. It, it is immensely powerful and fruitful, and it starts affecting your life in in all kinds of ways. And Paul, I mean, the great that you know he, in Romans, he, you have eleven chapters of this fantastic statement of the gospel and the power of the the kingdom and the life of the spirit and all that God has done. And then right at the beginning of chapter twelve, he says, "Right, guys, now, you know, be transformed." by the renewing of your minds. That is where the whole thing starts. And when you get into Scripture and you get Scripture into you, it becomes part of you. It becomes part of your life. It becomes part of your story. The words that uh, uh, that you learn begin to form you, especially if these words have been given and worked into your life by the Holy Spirit uh, over the years. And that's happened to me time and again. I mean, for example, when I came back from Zimbabwe, we were uh, leading a church out there for six years. And I came back, and in the first year, God gave me two promises very, very clearly. He spoke, and there were very simple promises. One was Joshua 1 verse 3, which says, I will give you every place where you set your foot. And the other one was uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter uh, 5 verse 24, which says, um, the Lord is faithful and he will He will accomplish this. He will do it. And it perfectly, the, the fantastic thing, but both those verses were given at different stages in the year prophetically to me. It was both by completely different people in different contexts. They were both given in, in different uh, settings as well. So both of them were confirmed. And both of them perfectly match the, the way that we are as disciples. We, we take initiatives for God, but God is also working through us. It's the perfect balance between the spirit, the, the human and the divine. And, and that's just one example. But um, but the point is that the, the verses that God has, has given have been worked into my story. I can't tell my story without coming across various different verses passages of scripture which the holy spirit has worked into me and it's more than just oh that's a nice verse you know when i'm feeling a bit down i might go back to it well that's perfectly good reason for doing it but <laughs> but by the way that God, the scripture forms us it forms us in ministry and 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 empowers us and equips us and that is uh, that is why this is so powerful and i strongly recommend people engage with with learning scripture Oh, I love, love the passion, love the vision. Mm. And so do you think scripture memorization is something that is for all personality types and intellect level? 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's no question about that. I mean, Jesus said uh, a defining verse in John chapter eight, you know, if you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples. And and, and, and you'll know the truth, truth that you're free. And John actually has three defining verses on discipleship. And um, the other one, of course, is one of the others is, uh, you know, uh, uh, love one another. By this, all men will know that you're my disciples if you love for one another. And and um, uh, so, yes, it's for it's for all types. Now, of course, people will take to it in different ways mm. and we need to be very generous in this some people would just have a few verses that's all other people perhaps uh, people a bit like me who are sort of completely committed to it you know, i i'm so over the top on this that i i just learn masses of stuff and uh, and of course the great thing is to learn the great chapters of scripture mm. you know romans 8 romans 6 Romans 5, Galatians 5, uh, 1 Corinthians 13, and, um, and, and 2 Corinthians 4, which I think is, the, the, is Paul's insight into, into ministry as a church leader. Mm-hmm. I could go on, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> and Nick, what would you say to those who think it just sounds like it's all a bit too much work? You, you mentioned earlier that it isn't something that happens overnight. So what would you say to people who think it, yeah, it's too hard work? Well, I, I think with, uh, with all these things, I mean, I would strongly recommend that we do it. And if it's very hard, and I do appreciate that for some people, it is really very difficult. Um, uh, sometimes I was talking, I was teaching on this very subject just a few days ago. And one of the women there said um, she described how she learns verses by drawing pictures. She's very dyslexic. And um, for her, it works. And if that works for, for you, then do it that way. <laughs> and for some people, it's just a case of having, as it were, you know, to take a, an illustration from Scripture, David, you know, trundles off to fight uh, Goliath with five smooth stones from the brook, you know. And uh, there is a sense in which you can, you know, some people are just going to have five verses and you just hold them and that's it. And that's great. And that really is great. Um, but I think the great thing is to, you know, the more we invest in scripture the measure you use is measured to you mm-hmm. you know if we come with a big measure the lord will fill up the big measure if we come with a little measure we just have a little one you know a little but it's you know the river of god is full of water and it's worth going and with your wheelie bin and filling it up i love that nick you told us a bit about your journey into the practice with the navigators and how it sort of woke up in you through that time um share a little bit more about that if you want to but i really would love to know we've got this down as a practice to help us be with jesus um and and so how has it impacted your relationship with jesus yeah that's a really important question i think the answer is that um it's uh, as i've Take, for example, um, Romans 6. Romans 6 is the leading chapter in the Bible on how the Holy Spirit transforms us and the process by which we come out from under the prison of uh, the sinful nature, the prison of sin, and how the door is open and we can start coming out of that prison and changing our behavior and the way we live. Um, I never understood uh, Romans 6 until I learned it and said it to myself many, many times. And slowly the Holy Spirit began to show me what the whole thing was all about. And together with learning learning Romans 8, again, where Paul takes the whole 
thing to other stages. And as I began to say these things again and again and live in them and pray them and say them back to myself and particularly to dramatize the reading of Scripture, the learning of Scripture, um, the truths begin to uh, orientate my life and be a framework for my whole understanding of where I am as a Christian, as a disciple. And that is where the power comes in. Because um, the, the more I the more I engage with Scripture, the more I learn Scripture, the more I st- learn, understand what Paul is teaching about where we are in Christ. Uh, actually, the more confident I become as uh, as a disciple. And 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 also, there's that lovely verse in in uh, Ephesians four about people being um, you know blown around by every single wind of doctrine that comes along. You know, and 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 the more we rooted we are in Scripture, the less likely that's going to happen. Because we're, because we're meditating on the truth as you're walking to work and reciting a passage of scripture you, the, the the truth God the Holy Spirit will take the truth applying it to our lives and as we do that so the um, so, so that we stand on the truth and 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 great truths like you know what is grace and what is hope and these these massive words of uh, like kingdom as we meditate on scripture by saying it again and again to ourselves so so the Holy Spirit leads us into all truth and, and we're standing, we can stand, as Paul describes, in a very, very strong place. So it does have a huge, a huge thing. As well as, of course, you know, um, if things are difficult, you suddenly remember a verse. You know, I remember very early on in my, my, my Christian life, even as a teenager, I came across Isaiah 41, verse 10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed. I am your God. I will strengthen. I will help you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. You know, many, many times I've just defaulted and, to that verse in crisis. And just just said that to my, myself privately and, to, and gone over it again and just say, Lord, that's where I'm standing. You know, right now it's pretty of a mess, but I'm standing on that promise. You know? <laughs> and, and it's hugely important too. So it's great learning verses like that. Incredible. And we've kind of got a bit of a conviction here that the that these spiritual practices, these ancient practices, aren't sort of just an introspective thing. They are. They change us and uh, by how we relate to Jesus and they shape us as people, but also they equip us missionally uh, into the world, that they always propel us outwards. Would you agree with that? And, and particularly with scripture memorization, like how, how does it equip you missionally to, to live? We're a, we're a church in the heart of the city of London. We're trying to be involved in cultural renewal. We want to be in the midst of things. And you talk about those swirling narratives of what's true and what's not true out there. Can you give us any indication about how scripture memorization equips us for that task of living in the world missionally? Yes, I think um, uh, one way is certainly just to, you, you know, you're rehearsing what the, the truths of the Bible. And so, for example, in uh, Galatians 6, Paul says, therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those of the household of faith. And that's touching on the mission element. It's touching on the outreach element. And um, and so, so clearly, you know, there's a verse there which which is telling us what to do. But but also, I, I find when I'm talking to, it's always a huge pleasure and joy to talk to an unbeliever about Jesus. And um, and sometimes it's the most wonderful time of fellowship with Christ as you talk to a, a believer. It's very exciting. And, and, and I often find, um, you know, I can start using scripture as I talk to them and tell them about the kingdom and start quoting verses and quoting what Jesus said about the kingdom and the life of the spirit and the freedom that comes from, you know, having our sins forgiven and that we are, um, you know, we can walk with our heads high because of what Christ has done. So in, in other words, just in our, in our conversations with others, uh, having verses at the, at the ready is is just a great help 
That's really helpful. Thank mm. you, Nick. So, um, Nick, just starting to get really, really practical. Um, what do you think are the most common obstacles to scripture memorization? Um, uh, well, I think very often people um, people have very unclear ideas about being realistic about it. Mm. Um, uh, some people sort of think that if they say a verse a few times, it'll stick. Well, it, it doesn't. You know? mm. <laughs> uh, and I think we, I think that it really helps to have a process on this. So you you need to make a definite decision: Am I going to learn this, or am I not going to learn it? Am I, you know, for example, you might want to learn learn Psalm 100, which is four or five verses long, and it's really full of um, celebrating God and what, as a father and what he what, how he treats us. And but but you need to you need to make a decision, and then you need to write it down, and you need to keep to a consistent uh, translation. You know, it's no use sort of starting in the NIV and ending up in the um, ESV or the AB. I mean, it's just, you know, and, and some people say, well, it doesn't really matter as long as I've got the gist of it. Well, actually, I don't agree with that at all. I think I think it's much better to get it word, word for word perfect. So to decide what you're going to do, write it down and then rehearse it three or four times a day until it's really stuck. And always, you know, if possible, get the references before, before and afterwards and... Um, and the other, some people make the, um, uh, make the mistake of trying to learn far too much. Uh, I'm going to learn the whole of Philippians, and, and maybe they do, but actually it's really difficult to continue to carry that um, unless there's a very, very, very good reason for doing it. And in most cases, it doesn't quite work like that. So I would keep it trim. I'd keep it very focused and, you know, maybe three, four, five, six verses, something like that, and then focus on that. That's great. That's really helpful. And um, for those of us who are kind of living busy, hectic lives, you know, running from one thing to another, have you got any tips on how you can kind of sustain momentum of the practice of scripture memorization whilst, you know, you're juggling loads of other things in your life? Well, I think I think the thing to do is to um, practice this at a certain point in your in your day. So an ideal time would be sitting on the tube. You know, you've got you bring out your card and you just you just look at it as you're going to work, and then as you when you come back in the evening, same sort of thing, um, or when you're walking, or or when immediately you before you set up. Or well, I personally um, uh, uh, like to re- learn and review verses uh, when I'm praying in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I would. And in part of my sort of the way I manage my prayer file and things is that some, you know, the, the verses will come up day by day and I'll just re- rehearse them again. And, and that's helpful. So good. Um, and then sort of moving on to community, what, what do you think is, what role do you think community can play in, in the practice of scripture memorization? Well, it's absolutely massive. I mean, if everybody's doing it, um, we, uh, we, you know, it's so much easier. You know, you can always sort of stop as you're having coffee after the service or something. You say, right, now, what are you learning at the moment? How are you getting on? You know, you recite your verses, I'll recite mine. And, and that, that can be very, very helpful indeed. And uh, the other thing is that we, we run a little church here in Br- Bristol, and actually there's one or two offshoots happening now, which is terribly exciting. But one of the features of what we do is to re- is to dramatise and recite scripture publicly in our services, and um, and that is very very powerful. In fact, we try. And the other thing we do is to we always try and prophesy over the guests if they want, if they're happy to receive a prophetic word, and and so we. we you know, we, we try and do that. So we've really made a point of doing it and we're building that. So, uh, so yes, I mean, the community role is, is vital. Mm. And, 
And that was one of the great strengths of the navigators. Mm. Okay, so um, for someone listening to this and, you know, they've never memorised anything in the Bible before, what would you say to them on how to get started? Yeah, that's a really important question. What I'd say is this, make a definite decision to learn a verse. You know, just to start with one verse uh, or possibly two or three if they're all linked together and it's very obvious. Um, make a definite decision to learn something, write it down on a card and uh, check that your what you've written down is exactly what uh, the translation of scripture is saying. Um, keep the play, uh, keep the card in a place where you can, you'll see it at least three times a day in your Bible, on your prayer list, or wherever you you know. It's some place where you where you're going to see it regularly and rehearse it several times a day. And then set a goal and, and go for it. I mean, it's really helpful to say, uh, to tell your the people you're in church with, look, by such and such a date, I am going to learn 1 Corinthians 13 or something like that, and or this psalm or, or this promise or whatever. Or um, And so you, you set a goal and you and go for making it word perfect and keep using it and, and pray it. You know, don't just sort of store it in there and forget. You, know, you want to use it. And that's really where it all becomes very powerful. Um, and, and again, I think I may have said this earlier, but, but don't learn too much. Keep it sort of small and to the point. Much, much better to do that. Nick, I've spoken to a, a lot of people, Casey, who um, actually find listening to the Bible um, to be something that they, they find particularly interesting. I mean, Bible in One Year app would use that, for example, David Suchet, whoever it is that, that reads it. What, um, what do you think the role is of, of sort of listening in the role of scripture memorization? Well, it's terribly important, and I'm so glad you mentioned that. I do a lot of uh, work coaching people in their engagement with Scripture, and I come across quite a lot of people who would say to me, and, and often very intelligent people, will say that they engage best with Scripture by hearing it. And they would go to the gym, put the headphones on, and just listen to Scripture. And they find that God really speaks to them through that. I personally don't find that a terribly effective way, but they do. And so my, my comment is always, look, if you find something that works, do it. And if, you, you know, if, if you're the sort of person who learns best by literally hearing it, then just, you know, just go down that road. Do, do more and more. Really good. But it's not going to be everybody's cup of tea. But it will be of some people's. Brilliant. Nick, this is so clearly deep, deep in your heart. Have you got any, you know, we're a church of however many hundred millennials largely um, exploring this. Is there any last encouragements you'd have to us about the practice of scripture memorization as a community? Well, I, I, I perhaps I would emphasise one thing. First of all, it, this is a, a fantastically powerful holy habit. The dividends you get back long term are simply astronomical. But it does require hard work. I'd say that. And the second thing I'd say is that scripture was meant to be, it was written in order to be read uh, and, and uh, read out loudly, uh, out, out aloud. It, it was um, uh, because most people, uh, of course, were, were illiterate at the time. And therefore, uh, I find that scripture really comes alive when it is dramatized. I mean, uh, and, and Paul very often when writing his letters, it is full of emotion and argument. And we understand Paul and indeed the other writers best when we bring that element of drama into the reciting of Scripture. And very often I found that people will understand Scripture when it is uh, said aloud. And um, it, it's quite fun. You can sort of standing in a field and you can start quoting 
versus each other and, and dramatizing them. And suddenly the whole thing bursts into life in, in a very powerful way. So my encouragement is, is just invest in this. It, it is enormously powerful. And the Holy Spirit will, will put some deep, deep treasures in your lives. Go for it. Amazing. So good. Thank, Thank you, you so Nick. much, Nick. Thank you for listening to the Pattern Podcast. If you'd like to explore more spirit-filled patterns of living, head over to pattern.org.uk.